Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now he covers college football for the Action Network. It's the great Brett McMurphy making the big interview. Award-winning writers, athletes, coaches, the biggest names in sports. It's the Gary Parish Show Big Interview on 92.9 FM ESPN. So Brett, I've seen your AP ballot. It's got the Tennessee Vols at number one. On a scale of one to ten, how surprised are you that... In the middle of October, the 2022 college football season, you're voting Tennessee number one. Uh, 37? How about that? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's a- right, now, if, if, right now, if you de- donate $37 to Tennessee, you can help pay off the goalpost. <laughs> uh, no, Gary, that's the, that's the biggest surprise. I saw a stat today. Tennessee's played three ranked times. Uh, Tennessee has punted three more times than you and I have. It's ridiculous. And that is very, very impressive. Yeah, Josh Heupel, incredible job. Um, you know, you, you watch that game on Saturday, and you, you come away from it first just like, oh, wow, what an awesome college football game, what an awesome college football scene. But when you take all that, put, shove it to the side, this Tennessee team looks like it can score on anybody. It doesn't mean that Alabama doesn't have some issues that must be resolved, and we'll get to that. But, uh, you know, based on my amateur eyes, I, I think Tennessee's going to score on Georgia. They're going to score on anybody they play this season. Where are you at on that Vols offense? They, yeah, you're right. They're, they're number one, um, you know, total offense, number one scoring offense, or number two. And going into that game, you know, if the Action Network, we do our, our picks on Saturday, I couldn't pick a side because I could, you know, I understood all the arguments for Tennessee getting a touchdown. I understand the arguments, the history with Alabama laying a touchdown. So I just said, look, both, both sides are right. That's why I'm taking the over. The reason why I did that is something that could be a concern for Tennessee down the road is Anthony Richardson in four games against FBS competition has passed for about 470 yards. He threw for 453 against Tennessee. Bryce Young threw for a 455, which is over 100 yards more than his average. Jaden Daniels of LSU, a week after throwing for 80 against Auburn, he threw for 300 against Tennessee. I know you're going to say, yeah, they won all those games. Absolutely, they did. But at some point, Tennessee is going to have to stop somebody. And, you know, they necessarily didn't stop Alabama. They got fortunate. Alabama missed a kick. Um, had some questionable late game management. But, look, I don't want to take anything away from Tennessee. They won the game. But going forward, yeah, Gary, they'll score a ton against Georgia, but they're also going to give up a ton. The defense has to make one, maybe two stops, and then they can be a legit uh, college football playoff contender. Talking to Brett McMurphy from the Action Network. 
Um, Alabama, uh, they uh, are obviously a monster of the sport. Nick Saban, the goat of college football coaching. But this season, we you know seen them get beat by Tennessee, get pushed in other places. They, on Saturday, gave up a lot of yards. Once again, a lot of penalties. Is something wrong with this Alabama team, or is it, hey, shut up, they're still in the top ten? Uh, it's not It's not a typical Alabama team. You're right. You're right, Gary. I mean, Alabama probably should have three losses right now. I mean, they should have lost to Texas. They A&M game, yeah, they were playing without Bryce Young. Um, very fortunate to win that game, and then they lose to Tennessee. With that being said, they're still one of the top, I'd say, five or six teams in the country right now. And the thing is, the way the SEC is, and I actually um, wrote this today, and I don't think it's likely, but there is a slim possibility, which everyone in SEC land would love it, the rest of the country would you know, jump off a bridge, there's a chance we can have three SEC teams in the college football playoff, and it's pretty simple. Tennessee loses to Georgia but wins out. Sorry, Vol fans. <laughs> Alabama wins out and beats Georgia in the SEC title game, and then you've got 12 and one Alabama, 12 and one Georgia, and 11 and one Tennessee with very impressive wins against Alabama, Pitt, LSU, Kentucky. Um, then you, possibly you could get three SEC teams in there. Certainly, the balls don't want to leave it up to the committee. It's very simple. I think if if Tennessee gets beats Georgia, they're in the they're in the playoff, even if they lose in the SEC title game and rematch to Alabama. If they lose to Georgia, you're not going to make the SEC title game, and then you've got to hope that Georgia hands Alabama another loss. Because I guarantee if Alabama wins the SEC title, I don't care about the head-to-head matchup, the committee is going to take 12-1 and Alabama SEC champion over 11-1 and Tennessee, even though Tennessee won the head-to-head. And if that were to happen, and I, 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 I agree with you, it's possible. I, I, I would lean toward probably still unlikely, but definitely possible. But if the SEC were to put three teams in a 14 playoff, is that the type of thing, not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but is that the type of thing where the other conference commissioners go, all right, got to expand this thing to 12 ASAP. We can't do that again. Well, they're already trying to expand it to 12 as soon as they can, and they're hoping to do it for the 24 season. They want to do it by the 24 season. It's not, it's not a matter of want to. It's a matter of can they do it. There's so many logistics that they've got to, get to work through. I know people don't like to hear that, but that's the reality. They've got bowl contracts they've got to blow up. They've got venues they've got to try to acquire. They've got TV dates. They've got all these different things that maybe shouldn't matter, but they do matter. And to do that in such a short period of time, it's going to be difficult. They want to do it as soon as possible because forget about three SEC teams. They want to do it because they're going to make a boatload more money. Um, So if they can do it, they will do it. The commissioners uh, meet again this month. I think you'll hear by the end of the month whether they're able to do it in 2024 or 2025. But, look, we could have four SEC teams in the – in the final four, it's not going to matter. It's just if they can, you know, move all these, uh, move all these things around and accommodate, uh, you know, the games and all the different things you would have to do to go from four to 12. Uh, next up for Alabama, uh, Mississippi state at home. Then it's at LSU at Ole Miss. Um, I, I, 
I don't think Alabama is going to take another regular season loss, although I guess I wouldn't be shocked if they if they fell in Oxford. But if, if this starts to become a two-loss or a three-loss season, as ridiculous as it might be on a surface level, do people start to ask questions about Nick Saban at this age? Because though he is still operating at a high level, I just circle back to that Alabama team that I've watched this season has been – uh, undisciplined relative to a Nick Saban coach team. And even Nick, I think, today said he recognized a difference with them before the game in Knoxville, that they looked a little too tight relative to what he's used to. Did these big questions start getting asked, or is it still way too soon for that? They're going to be asked by radio people like you that want to stir up calls. <laughs> but, dude, come on. I mean, he's this week was the first time in 40 consecutive weeks that Alabama was not ranked in the top five. Think about that. For the past 40 weeks, they've been ranked in the top five until this week. You have to go even – I don't know how many years you have to go back until you have to find when they were outside the top ten. So, no, I I mean, yeah, people are going to, you know, radio host, columnist, um, you know, will bring those up. It'll be, you know, low-hanging fruit. But, no, it's – Saban's fine. He – the – they're not in a decline. Remember, the, just go back and think of the last few times that, that Bama was, you know, the dynasty's over when they lost to Clemson in the national title game. What happened? They won it next year. You know, when they lost to A&M, Johnny Manziel, what happened? They won it that year. I mean, it's, you can go on and on. It's a blip, but you, you bring the valid questions. You know, I think they're the most penalized team in the country right now. That's got to drive Saban crazy because he's one of the most disciplined coaches on the planet. But, um, you know, other than you and some uh, some of these internet <laughs> columnists, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Go with it. See what the response is. Watch this tweet I'm about to send. Nick Saban is, sli- is slipping, all caps. We'll see what the responses the game, are. The game has passed him by. <laughs> I remember Dan Wolken, our buddy, wrote that like five years ago. And how, how well has that stood up? I know. I, he, couldn't recruit a, he couldn't recruit a quarterback. The game has passed him by. And, okay. now, and now he's got Bryce nice Young. Job, Dan. <laughs> now he's got yeah. Bryce Young, Heisman winner, and maybe number one pick in the draft. Yeah. I'm talking to Brett McMurphy. Yeah, too, uh, on and on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> talking to Brett McMurphy from the Action Network. All right, elsewhere in the state of Alabama, it's not going so well for Brian Harson. You'll at least acknowledge that, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, he, <laughs> I feel bad for him. I mean, it's, you know, it's not a matter of when or a matter of if. It's just when. You know, when are they going to make a move? You've got to bring, you're bringing in a new AD. Do you want the new AD to make that call? Do you want to take it off his shoulders and just cut the cord and let the AD hit the ground running to find a new coach. Um, you know, it's just, it's, it's not fair, but that's, you know, that's Auburn for you. And they're, you know, they're struggling to get to six wins. I don't think that would matter. I mean, sir, you know, something crazy happens and they went out, they beat Alabama or whatever, even if that happens and they weren't going to fire Harson, I guarantee you Harson's agents trying to find him another job. Maybe it's Boise. Um, you know, they've kind of rebounded. I don't think, you know, Boise's uh, – Andy's under any any um, hot seat at, at uh, Boise, but they were struggling for a while. But I think if some way, somehow, Auburn won out, I think Harson would, would try to find something else. What's uh, maybe go to Arizona State or something. I don't know. But I, I don't think he would have won to even stay at Auburn, even if for some reason they decided not to – not to fire. Talking to Brett McMurphy from the Action Network. He's on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. I mentioned Ole Miss earlier, seven and zero, up to number seven in the AP poll. Uh, but they've probably beaten six bad teams and one good team. Um, I I think I know Ole Miss is good. 
Um, do we have a sense for how good Ole Miss is yet? No, we don't. And I don't think, look, give credit to Lane Kiffin and everything they've done. That They're undefeated. Um, I, I think they're, it's not fair to call a team a fraud, but I don't think, I don't think they're the seventh best team in the country right now. And uh, the, you know, the first response is, okay, who do you rank in front of them? Well, you're right. There's, there's really nobody else to put up there that's already up there. I just think that, you know, once they, you know, when they see Alabama, you know, that they'll just, it's not a typical Kiffin team. They're, they rely on the run a lot more. Um, they're not the dynamic passing attack they've, they've been in past years. Um, but you're right. I mean, they, they struggled against Tulsa. They've, you know, what they, they've won. They've won the games they played, which is great. I don't, I don't know. The, the, the last half of the schedule, uh, the de- degree of difficulty gets a lot harder. Um, so good job by Kiffin by, you know, being undefeated and, of course, being the, the all-time greatest head coach on, on Twitter and, and, you know, being able to, to irk Alabama and Tennessee fans at the same time while also somehow complimenting Tennessee. That's, that's, that's a mas- – he ought to teach a master's class <laughs> on Twitter. But, um, yeah, GP, he's, they, they haven't faced anybody. They're going to be exposed. But I think they're, they're, they're in a good situation. I think they've got a good shot to get to New Year's Six game which, um, you know, obviously they want more than that, but certainly that's not a bad consolation prize. Wrapping up here with Brett McMurphy from the Action Network. Last thing before I let you go, Mike Norvell, um, our friend and the former coach of the Memphis Tigers, is in year three at Florida State. Um, he's two and three in the ACC right now. It, it's not going well. What's the temperature like for Mike Norvell right now amongst Florida State fans? Man, it was great. And then it just, you know, last three weeks, everything just flipped. I mean, that the, the decision, you know, whatever happened at the end of the NC State game, that simply cannot happen. And the challenge for Mike, and I like Mike and think very highly of him, is, you know, look, the Florida, people I know at Florida State, they want him to succeed. They want that to work out. But Florida State's in a unique situation. As they got, they got this guy who played there, he's, doing pretty good he does this commercial with this saving guy mm-hmm. you see him on every saturday and he's probably going to be really good in nil and he's going to be a power five coach i think next year and obviously you know there you've got Deion sanders out there so i think if florida state you know wins out he'll be fine if florida state kind of wins loses down the stretch i mean who knows with florida state i mean they've they've you know, they've made some strange decisions in the past, the way they handled, you know, Bobby Bowden and Jimbo Fisher. And, you know, they didn't give Willie Taggart uh, the longest leash. You know, they got him out of there quick. So that's something that's something to keep an eye on. I hope, I hope he's successful. I hope, you know, they win down the stretch. But certainly, um, you know, nowadays with the way guys are making moves so quickly, and if you think, hey, if we don't get Dion here, we're not going to be able to get him for five or six years, maybe that. Um, forces Florida State to make a very hard decision. That is Brentman Murphy from the Action Network. If you're not subscribed, actionnetwork.com, you should be. I'm a subscriber. It's terrific content. You can subscribe at actionnetwork.com. Make sure you're following Brett on Twitter at Brett underscore McMurphy. Thanks, buddy. I always appreciate your time. You got it. Can't wait for that. The game is past saving by a rant you're going to go on tomorrow. Oh, I'm going to open the show with it. It's going to be tremendous. <laughs> I'll see you later. I'll, I'll tweet it. All right, baby. Yeah. Bye bye. That's Brevin Murphy uh, from the Action uh, Network. He brought up Deion Sanders. Six and zero. Oh, Deion is.
That and he, he makes a good point. Like that is such a unique deal, right? Because I mean, he's just. I think he's I, out there, and somebody's going to hire him. And if you're Florida State, do you go? Are we really going to let somebody else hire Deion Sanders, or should we hire Deion Sanders? Because I think that maybe a year or so ago, you think, okay, well, he's going to go like he's going to make a step up to like a, a probably a lower tier Power Five school, right? Like he might not go from Jackson State straight to Florida State, right? He might go to I don't know what what's a school. You know, I mean, like uh, Auburn is one like that gets a, thrown out there. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been told by other people that it's just like a no. Auburn will not do that. But certainly, you know, I think you could probably climb on a message board somewhere and find Auburn fans wondering about about Deion Sanders. But, but, like he's he will have a Power Five offer at the end of this year, no question. Like I think now, after how it's going there, and he got like that number one recruit in the country to come to Jackson State. Like it, I just I, some school is going to do it for sure. And if you're Florida State, I'm with you. Like. There's a chance. I think that they could be thinking, how can we let this guy go if he's like the next big thing in college football? Well, like you, you can actually chop this up a few different ways. If you're Mike Norvell, does that make you go, okay, first three years have not gone well. Um, can, can I get out? Is there somewhere to go? Like, first three years not going well with Deion Sanders looking over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Like, is there just a – is there yeah, can a – Can I go to Arizona State where I, you know, where I kind of started, yeah. Can I parachute out of this thing and still get another Power 5 job, but just fresh expectations, you know, just, just fresh expectations. I don't want to say they're, they're ridiculous expectations because they're not. Florida State just wants to – Florida State fans just want to be good. Right. I mean, and, and they're certainly capable of doing that, and like, it just hasn't gone well for Mike. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.